We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's three guys who combined to play 15 seasons in the National Football League trenches. Well, two guys. And Mackey, who didn't do sh- he just, he just sits there and looks pretty. This is the O-Line Committee. And hello there. Welcome to the oh no, you're out of, Why are you guys out of order again on why, the YouTube I'm channel? I'm in the middle. Put no. me in the middle. There Thank we you. go. Put you in Thank the middle. you. There we go. Uh, welcome to the O-Line Committee, a trenches perspective on football, the only show where a fan gets to ask dumb questions to two former NFL offensive linemen. Is there, is there something wrong with my camera here? I can't. Don't you I feel do like it. there's something? Don't you fucking do is it, it a little blurry? Let me see. I, oh my god! I might need to wipe it off here. Let me just uh, here. Let me just see if I can. Congratulations! If I can wipe you this scored, camera you off. You scored here. third. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little. Looks a little. Uh, yeah. You scored 13 points and won a game. Congratulations. It was great. Yeah, Good no, I mean, job, everyone. Many ways to win a football. I mean, you scored 10 points for I, God's And we sake. lost. I'm yeah, well aware. Everyone in the fans is like, I think, I think we're going to do it. I was in the stands where I was like, I think we're going to do it. I was like, 10 points ain't going to do it. I, I can't remember the last time 10 points won a football game, to be honest with you. Yeah, so I'm thinking Wagyu for the steak, for sure. Oh. Maybe like, like one of those 44-ounce Tomahawk Wagyu's. Oh, I'm there, right? There's I'm also there. there's a I new Argent there? there's a yeah. new Argentinian steakhouse down the street that you guys have to try. They've got about oh, 14 different cuts of meat. It's Listen, incredible. Boone calls me after the game. He's like, "Oh, I can't wait for you to buy me a steak." I was like, "You weren't involved in this. <laughs> we literally told you you could come and buy the appetizers. You but have that means no I get to be a part of the free meal, right? No, not at all. I'm My not buying steak gets your to go steak. on your steak. Not a chance. <laughs> you buy your own steak with your oh, house that cleaners. Is, that is. Yeah. We get on that the house. The Boone's like, oh, sorry, the house cleaners moved all of my stuff. AKA my kids. One of them just came <laughs> down here. They were bringing something down. By the way, I Bear might come like... down. It was, hey, it was Bear's first day of school, so if he comes down here running, don't be surprised. I'm just letting you know. That's fair. Very, very exciting. But I feel no. like Jeremiah, Jeremiah's lashing out. It just took a big, embarrassing L against Minnesota. By the way, Minnesota, eight national championships in our history. The last one was in like World War One, um, and now you got Co- Colorado was like a, you probably thought two and zero to start the season Gophers, and then Colorado, one of the worst teams in Power Five, right? And now, oh my God! So, dude, good luck, that, good luck that Travis guys. Hunter kid is incredible. <laughs> oh my God. He played hundred and twenty next... snaps, hundred and twenty snaps, and not just like played, contributed in a huge way. I mean, on both off, I mean, he dropped Insane. a sixty-yard touchdown pass at the beginning of the game, but that interception 
the interception that he had in the end zone where he was covering the slant route, came off the slant route and jumped it. I mean, that's a touchdown nine out of ten times. And to not just break it up, but to intercept it, that's why I was something like, that's a DB with ball skills, right? Most of the time, DBs are just like all thumbs, right? (laughs) Bumps off their hands. But the fact that he was able to go full extension and catch that. For real, though. I hope that kid can stay healthy, and I hope it doesn't catch up with him because, man, he is going to be a generational-type talent. If he Dude, he could be the next Tyreek Hill, for sure. Like, the fact that you could use him everywhere. He almost kind of reminds you a little bit of Dion. Like, you're going to use him a little yeah. bit everywhere. Like, yeah, you're going to catch punts. You're going to catch kickoffs. You're going to do a lot of things. You're going to play and, defense. We might use you on offense at And then times. his like, kid, his kid throws for 540 yards, stupid. whatever it is. Like, Dude. that offense has got skill positions. If Dion can get some O-linemen and some D-linemen in there. just going to say that. You need some O-linemen. He's taking yeah. too many sacks He's back taking Many hits. Stupid sacks. Come and, on. I mean, Nebraska's Nebraska's only chance. Dion. Nebraska's only chance to beat them is to limit their possessions. Like that's that's all. Yeah. If we because it's like, how do you stop a great offense? Well, don't let them on the field. But you're in a good spot now because now the clock runs at least right. We aren't Thank stopping God. it for every first down. So that's that's, that's that was, big. That game. But there's also there from a TV perspective, they're trying to cram the same number oh, of commercials yeah. in. So it's like God. There's well, I mean, there was like, only Nebraska had one possession in the first quarter. Yeah. Right. And so then the second quarter rolled around. It was like every dead ball. They're like, oh, full media, <laughs> full media timeout. It's like, oh, my gosh. Here we go. But no, I'm excited. I'm actually going to be on the call for the the Husker CU game. I'll be the color analyst for the Husker Radio Network. So I'm getting my booth do, debut. Hey, do you get to interview Dion? No. Why? Why You're calling I... the game. Is for it the for the, the, the Nebraska so Radio I'm Network? I'm just here doing media. and You can't jump in on a few of these calls. You know he does press during the week. I don't want to talk to Deion Sanders. Yes, I don't know, do. man. And you I, need to tell if, him. If you've ever doubted him, he will tell you about it on that oh, conference yeah. call. We, dude, too. we knew Prime. We were not going to doubt Prime. Come on now. We watched that dude play. Stop it. Stop it. I had doubts. Brody, no, I had Listen, I, I've been telling people all along, CU is either going to be a 2-10 football team or a ten and two football team. They aren't the like six and six character building program building. Like you bring seventy dudes in and you kick seventy dudes out. It was it's the it's but a what huge do you think? case study. It's a it's the biggest case study that college football has ever had. And if they have a ton of success with it, watch out because the transfer portal you thought was wild earlier. It's only going to continue oh, to get, get more crazy. and more crazy as teams are going to really start being like we can just we can just rebuild. You know an entire team and just kick dudes out and restart all over again. Texas it's going to be State. crazy. They did it too. They brought in like 63 dudes, and they ended up going crazy in their first game as well. And it's just one of these things where when you step back and take a look, you're like, did that team just cut everybody yep. yeah. and bring a whole new team in and it well, worked? Well, Dion, Dion, But you had to the, know the with Dion, it was going to work because he was literally like, yo, I'm kicking 70 dudes out. I'll kick you out just as fast as I did the rest of them. Yes. So it's like you almost have to show up and play. But you that, know. that's the X factor. The X factor is you bring in, you bring in the craziest high-profile coach of all all time controversial right like he's controversial he doesn't care what he says like everyone was like after that game was like oh nebraska should have hired dion i was like dion wouldn't have made it five minutes in lincoln like people would have been losing their minds if he said some of the stuff he said here in lincoln like the fans still whine that the music's too loud in memorial stadium like you can't have (laughs) dion sanders in there shut up 
But anyways, can we stop talking about the Huskers, please? It just makes me angry. Can we? Oh, it's making I me angry. Why are you in the Big Ten? Why are both yeah. of you in the Big Ten? Get you guys the are, hell out. You guys are very close to the glory days. I can feel it here. I think, you know, the <laughs> Lawrence turnaround. Phillips Hey, we're looking for days. big jumps from week one to week two. <laughs> big, big jumps. jumps. You're going to need So, them. all right. I've got, a, I've got a series of dumb football questions. We're also going to mix in, uh, for the first time here, O-line committee picks of the week. Yes. And then starting next week, we're going to have our first sampling of the fat guy fantasy results from week one. Yeah. Ooh, hey, who's Earlier, up first? we drafted got... a bunch of fat guys. Frank's up first, right? Tomorrow? Yeah, Frank, Frank, yeah. Frankie Rag now. Can't wait. Did you take Penny? Did you take Penny Sewell? I did. Yeah, That's so right. we got, we got Rag now up. and Penny Sewell tomorrow night. Tomorrow Johnny night. asked me who's going to win. I told him Detroit. Let's go, bro. Oh. Well, Let's so. Go. Actually, that is one of the games we're going to pick is Kansas City-Detroit toward the uh, back half of the episode. So save your takes on that. I'm going to come out hot here with the first. So I've got some dumb football questions that are sort of relating to the season starting. And then I've got some dumb football questions from the audience about uh, the game of football. We'll start with this one. Dumb football question number one. Who plays in the Super Bowl this year? Cincinnati Bengals. The Cincinnati Bengals are going to play. Boone and I were talking about this earlier. He's like, you can't take my pick. I was like, I'll just speak you first. Can both, you can both take the Bengals. I think the Bengals come out of the AFC, you know, and a lot of the reasons for that is because this is really the last year that team is going to be together, right? Like after this, Joe Burrow's about to break records. Jamar Chase is going to have to get paid. Can you keep T. Higgins? Can you keep Hubbard? Can you keep Hendricks? Like they have lightning in a bottle right now. They have to win it this year. That team's going to start to just get picked apart. So I think, I mean, they've been knocking on the door. They bolstered their offensive line, bringing Orlando Brown in. Like you have Cordell, who's in his second year, Ted Karras, Alex Kappa, right? And then over on the right side, I think it's Jonah Jackson or Lyle Collins, right? That's a good front. You have Joe Mixon. They have too many weapons. They're too good on defense. I think this is the year they put it all together. Now you move it over to the dumpster fire that is the NFC. It's got to be the Eagles again. Yeah. I just I, I don't see another team that is even – remotely caliber now like the afc is stacked right like mm-hmm. i mean you could have an afc the, the yeah. afc championship might be the super bowl like it was a few years ago but i really do think it's going to be niners 40 it's niners niners eagles in the nfc championship a game and then it's just the rest of the nfc and i do yeah. think it's an eagles Bengals super bowl I would eagles agree with that. so so jeremiah's on eagles Bengals. Okay. yeah i would agree with that 100 percent. we talked about this on the way we both see the same thing i mean i think the Bengals, like you said they're primed to go right now yeah, they see it they know it everyone's looking around like hey we're putting our best foot forward every week we are not taking anything for granted because everybody in this room is gone next year we can't afford to keep everybody here so if we're gonna go we go right now and this is one of those times where like i think everybody's kind of going to be watching them a lot harder this year and like picking things apart, trying to find out what are they doing, trying to go after. They're going to be the ones. But also, you have to. You can't not talk about Super Bowl and not say Kansas City. Like, dude, I'm going to give Patrick Mahomes his absolute due. The dude is an absolute monster, and he can make it rain real if quick. If Travis Kelsey, though, already hyperextended the knee, if he's hurt, that offense changes a lot. I agree. I agree, especially because his yak is stupid. Like it's He dumb. is one of those guys that can catch a ball and just take off, and he can stiff arm half the team while he's doing it. Like, but still, Patrick Mahomes is still crazy enough to get it done. And, and they have that um, – who's that running back? Pachenko. Pachenko. just – you add somebody Pachenko. like, like – uh, what a name too, right? Like, God, what a badass. Throw it to Pachenko. It's Pacheco. 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 It's, Pacheco, oh, Pacheco. I'm, <laughs> Pinocchio. I'm a real boy. <laughs> So I love so. We need to add add mispronounces a name to our finalists, by the way. That's for sure your quarterfinals right there. You'd have Philly versus the Niners, and you'd have Bengals versus KC. I think think that's what you're looking at. Do you guys call it the tournament? No. 
It's the playoffs. Yeah, okay, yeah. good. I've heard. I've heard that. Like I, I have heard no, that in you locker rooms before. Stop yeah. it. You have yeah. not. There the, the was in college. That was probably. College. I'm, I'm gonna have. I'm gonna put a little asterisk here. My dark horse to rise up in the AFC is the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, I, I think they are my dark horse to make a run based off the fact that the, their division is hot garbage. Right, they could easily sweep that division. And you talk about Tennessee, Houston, and Indy. Get a like, buy, right? Yeah. You, like I really do think that they they have a chance to make a run at this this year because of how good Trevor Lawrence, the weapons they had. I really like that Jacksonville team this year, dude. Here's the so on uh, every Tuesday on on Purple Daily, my other football podcast that I pimp incessantly here. Uh, we do a pigskin pecking order where we just rank the top ten teams in the NFL, hmm. and so. So I had, uh, I think this is an aggregate of the three of us, but I'm going to give you, so in the top 10, we had eight AFC teams. Yeah, that's about right. For sure. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to list eight teams. One of them will not make the playoffs. So I'm going to give yeah. you, and by the way, there's more here. Like we could go even further down the list, but between Chiefs, Bengals, Bills, Ravens, Jaguars, Jets with Aaron Rodgers, Dolphins, Steelers, there's other teams. I mean, the Chargers in this mix. Yeah. One or two of the teams I just mentioned are not going to be playoff teams. It's crazy. It's crazy. They're all so good. So much of that though is war of attrition. Right? Titans, like, like the war of attrition. See, I don't, I don't buy into the Titans this year. The war of attri- the war of attrition no. happened to the Chargers last year. Right, the Chargers lose with Sean Slater right away. Keenan Allen gets hurt. Mike Williams can't walk. Like they just got beat up, and it went downhill quickly. But I mean, I think the Chargers are another team that'll challenge Kansas City this year. So, yeah. Jeremiah, you've got uh, Bengals, Bengals, Eagles. Eagles. Booney, you got Bengals, Eagles? Yeah. Sound sure of yourself. Yeah, please. I'm going to say Bengals. Well, I just, you know, you bring up that Jets thing again, and every, I just, you know, you keep sleeping on it. That, that would be my dark horse this year, is a team that has somebody like Aaron Rodgers that can come in, a defense that's stout enough that can handle their own problems, and you let Aaron handle the offensive. Like, I would say that that's my four, my top four, and my dark horse would be the Jets. So, I've still got the Chiefs. And and here's I know early in the season it's it's going to be weird because you got a Super Bowl hangover thing you got Chris Jones isn't playing you could argue that with Kelsey with the hyperextended knee we'll see you know what happens with him but you could argue that Chris Jones and Travis Kelsey are the second and third best players on that team and they're not going to be playing early for on. sure they play a tough schedule but the NFL if you look at like the last let's say 30 years since since the 49ers dynasty came to an end and the free agency era was was ushered into the 90s. It is so hard to win multiple, first of all, two Super Bowls, let alone three Super Bowls in a small window, right? The only team in 30 years that's done it is the Patriots dynasty with Brady and Belichick. The Cowboys winning three out of four in like 92 through 96. I think Patrick Mahomes, I mean, last year, let's take away one of the best wide receivers in the NFL for cap reasons and still win the Super Bowl. He overcomes things more than almost any other quarterback in my lifetime. And so I just feel like we're, we're always looking for, okay, the Chiefs want it. Who's the next team? Yeah. Who's the next team climbing right. up, right? The Bills have weird vibes. They've had their chances the last few years. The Diggs-Josh Allen thing is weird. Dude. You know, the, I love the Bengals, but, like, I'm going to go Kansas City Chiefs because I feel like Patrick Mahomes at some point in his career is going to be part of, like, a three championships in four years or five years dynasty. And why not right now if they can get guys healthy for the second half of the season? So that's my AFC take. All right. NFC? The NFC is so freaking hard, dude. Because dumpster fire. On the Eagles front, if you look historically at teams that 
get to the Super Bowl and then get wiped out. In fact, I've got a list of Super Bowl losers here in front of me from like the last 10 or 15 years. The Bengals kind of sustained. The Bengals were still really good last year, but they didn't, you know, they didn't quite get back to that level. The Chiefs lost the Super Bowl to Tom Brady uh, a couple years ago. But like when the Niners lost the Super Bowl, I think they missed the playoffs the next year. Like injuries, it's hard to, it, as you guys know, it's, it's hard, hard to, to push that rock back yes. up the hill. You know, the the Rams when they lost the Super Bowl, it took them two or three years. Like they had to transition quarterbacks and finally they got back three years later. The Falcons had a three or four touchdown lead, never to be heard from again after they blew that lead. Um, the Panthers had to reset their organization after they lost the Super Bowl. Like, it's hard to just go back to the Super Bowl two years in a row. To be fair beat. with the Falcons, though, they did lose a huge piece. Remember, that's when um, Shanahan Shanahan left to go to the Niners. So, like, you're that, really just – and that's what happens, too, to a lot of these teams is mm-hmm. – you got to remember when you're a good team and you're going to the Super Bowl every year. Teams, your coaching staff is getting picked away every single year. And so players, as much as we're like, players. hey, hey, we're losing players, we're also now learning a whole new scheme. And what you try to do is keep elevating guys that have been in the roles before, so they understand the system to continue on moving the process. But some of the problems are these new guys come in, they're like. I got a way better idea. Check this out. And you're like, dude, what we were doing before was great. Let's just take that. No, 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 no. This is the next level. And you're like, dude, oh, my God. The thing with the, the Eagles, though, is they didn't really lose anyone. They lost Isaac, their guard, to Pittsburgh. Yeah. But, like, the coaching staff is still kind of new, right? Like, Sirianni's not like he's been there for – a hundred years, right? Like no, he's still fairly it. new. Like they did lose their quarterback coach, who's down in Arizona, and Gannon is a strange duck. Um, right? Is that Gannon? That. Is Gannon the one that went down there? Yeah, he was here with us when we were in Minnesota. He's a strange duck. Love Gannon. Love him. He's Love great. Him. But you know, you did lose some coaches. You lost some pieces. But I think they more reloaded on defense than anything. Yeah. Like, and that defense wins championships, right? Like, I, I get it. Offense is great. Put seats, but like. If you look at back at what has won the the Super Bowl, it's the defense, defense gets a stop, they get a they get a late steal. Like there's always some type of big defensive play, and I think that the Eagles defense is up there in the top three again this year. How, yeah. how about the most recent Super Bowl, the Patriots and the Rams? What was it six thirteen to six? Like, dude, defense wins championships. That's when you start you're starting to see this more and more, and that's like. While we're like, yeah, Patrick Mahomes is great. It's great. Eventually, he's going to run out of choices. Like you said, the Kelseys and all these guys. And defensively, if they're not stopping people and you have to keep winning 45 to 42 every week, that's tough. That is really hard to put up points every single week and then continue to rely on one guy. Yeah, and that's great. That's that's great. the Vikings. But the but the, no, the he last checks time down. I, he checks down. Hey, leave him alone. It's Tuesday. He's taking <laughs> off. Okay, it's Tuesday. He's writing back fan it's not mail. Tuesday. It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. Wednesday. Oh, today. I'm He's sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, I was Yesterday this, was the off. I didn't know day, we were yeah. allowed to take a day off in the season. I, I didn't know. All the points you guys make are great, and there and the fact that there aren't like five other teams kind of you know coming right up behind the Eagles and knocking on the door makes it easier, but. The last time, and not, if I, maybe I'm wrong on this, uh, a YouTube commenter will certainly tell me if I am. The last time a non-Tom Brady team lost the Super Bowl and went back to the Super Bowl the next year was the Buffalo Bills in 1993. It's hard. So I'm, tr- I'm trying, like, logically, I'm trying to find a team that's not the Eagles that's going to represent the NFC in the in the Super Bowl. And the only other team I can land on is the 49ers. But, like, yeah. you know. I don't know. The Niners and Brock, me, Brock Purdy for a full season. Sam Darnold. I don't know about their quarterbacks. I had someone tell me Seattle might have a chance. I like Seattle, too. 
Exactly. There's Pete, Pete Carroll did a Pete marvelous job. In, yep. He's a great coach, dude. We'll talk about but it. But the same thing. Can Geno Smith do it two years in a row? And that's what I worry about is can Geno do it? Okay, I mean, what about question. two other teams? Giants. Let's start with Giants. Brian Dable. Weapons. The, I, my, the thing that worries me about Dable is the depth of that team. Like I think they're they're one or two injuries away from from not having enough depth to make the run, right? Like you talk about like the Eagles, you talk about the Niners, like they have depth, right? I mean the fact that Brandon Ayuk is a number one receiver on most teams and he's the third weapon on that team, yeah. right? Like you talk about if Darren Waller gets hurt or Sterling Shepard or Sa- if Saquon Barkley gets hurt in New York, like their chances another, go to nothing. It's a different nothing, game, right? Right, but like I maybe think Dallas. You think I think Dallas might be one of those teams that could. Stop. I'm, I don't Stop. know, dude. I'm trying to give them something. I want to like I them before know, I man. hate them again. I really do. I'm trying to really like them before a I'm team, like, I'm A scared. team that is super curious to me in the NFC is the Saints. Like, the Saints are a team that could be a dark horse, right? You add Derek Carr. You have Chris Olave. Alvin Kamara is suspended, but he's going to come back. And that defense has always been mm-hmm. solid, right? Demario Davis. You have Cam Jordan, right? Like, their secondary is some suspects. But I think they could be a team that could make a run – into a playoffs if they could just get in. If they can just get into the into the tournament, then they might have a chance. Right? You're an idiot, Mackie. <laughs> the tournament. Dude, I've heard get, it. get into the I've tournament, it. guys. I've you heard have it. not. You have okay. Lied. What about the Vikings? 13 wins last year. Nine Justin wins. Jefferson. Nine win season. That might win the division. Get you a home playoff no, game. Detroit's winning the division. We've talked about this. What about Detroit? I don't... I don't think they can go deep enough. I don't think they can go deep enough. Dude, Jared Goff, Jared, they win the division. When you they give win Jared the division. Goff a car to drive, he has driven a hey, car to the Super Bowl If we're talking about before. an offense like that that's going to be run off the play action and all this stuff, your defense better be freaking stout. And I mean stout. Like, you better be getting the ball back. You better be having fun. You better be going out and kicking everybody's ass. That's when that works. When you, have to, when you force a team that is a play action and we like to run the ball and we do everything out of this tight formation set, you force a guy to stand back there it changes the game plan and it's kind of like this isn't what we were meant to do we don't really want to do a lot of this so it's like unless your defense is making stop after stop because if you're down 14 nothing at half guess what the game plan's out the window and now we're back in a two-minute phase right we're going back to this jet phase this mazda hey we're gone remember don't forget this is cougar and you're like god damn it why can't we just do something better right like it's that's why when you get to the playoffs you're telling me that's going to beat patrick mahomes that kid could be on the field like hey you run here I'm going to stand over here, and I'll tell you what, everybody just run that field. Just waste well, my time. And Break. when you talk about the playoffs, too, and like I talk, we talk about some of these teams that like might get in, like playoff experience goes a long way. Like It goes a long way of understanding what to do in the playoffs, how it works, and like that's where you can give a nod to Jared Goff. But if you look at that Detroit team and as a whole, not a lot of playoff experience there. right? Not a lot of playoff experience. Same with you talk about some of the other teams that are young, up and coming in the NFC. You talk about the Niners and you talk about the Eagles, like, been there, done that. It's just another year. Mm-hmm. That's, After getting that, coach plucked, coach plucked, coach yes. plucked, right? Salah's yeah. gone now. D'Amico Ryans is gone. I mean, you've got there's... guys like Brandon Graham and Fletcher Cox that have made deep playoff runs, won Super Bowls. Like, that's, that's when the playoff experience on the field comes a long way. So I guess, like, with all of the it's, – it's almost like by just deduction in the NFC, it's probably Eagles. But I, I still love the Niners. I like the car that they're driving. Can someone just not crash it is the yeah, question. That, so Yeah, literally. Can, can Purdy be the guy? I'll go another Kansas City Niners Super Bowl. All right, next dumb question here as we kind of line up our uh, pre-week one 
takes that you guys can all shove back in our face later. Give me, this is kind of a general question, but like, give me a sleeper team that you're excited about. A team that isn't getting enough discussion, a team that maybe people aren't saying is going to make the playoffs, but you think will. Give me a team that you think is going to rise above expectations. I'll give you one. And I, Jay said it earlier, and I'm not going to say the Jets because everyone's kind of on the Jets, but I'm going to say the Saints. I like the Saints a lot. I think they're a well-run team. I think that they have playmakers down there, like he said, that can do some phenomenal things. We've broken down a little bit of film. Their offensive line is really good. They're known for being a defensive-minded team, so you know they're going to come ready to play every single game. Like Cam Jordan is one of those dudes that's just timeless. Like He's just going every single year, and he's still juicing them up and hyping them up, and that's how they do things. I think that if if Carr can get them right and they can get establish a little bit of a run game or – get Alvin Kamara active a little bit more, I think they could be a huge stretch, especially because I don't see their division being like, oh, my God, you got to fight your way out of here. It's more like, listen, just put your foot on the gas and never take it off, okay? Enjoy yourself. Go out. Try some crazy things because you got a lot of – you got so many fun things you can do out here. Do it all, but just make sure you keep the main thing the main thing the whole time. Get out of my division, get into the playoffs, and then we start playing because he has the ability, I feel like, to stand back there and sling the ball if he wants to. And he can do it, and people can say whatever they want, but there have been games that I've seen him stand back there and take hit after hit after hit because his O-line sucked in Oakland. Sucked. And now you put him in behind some guys who can actually know what they want to do, and we broke down their film. Those are some good, good dudes. I'm excited to see what they can do out of there. But once again, you have to show us you can do it before we're going to believe it. It's just the way we've been taught in the NFL is it's not a thing until it's a thing. It's not an issue until it's an issue, right? Like, yeah, they could be great and on paper. They look phenomenal. Wow, they could really light it up. But now you got to go do it. Make everything work. And by the halfway through the season, we're going to be like, yep, they were the team we thought they could be. Or we're going to be like, man, that really sucks because they could have been something special. Yeah, I'm going to stay with Jacksonville. You know, I'm, I'm going to stick with Jacksonville. I know I broke them down a little bit. But, again, I just look at that team, again, on paper – and a lot of it's going to be predicated on what Trevor Lawrence does. You know, does he play like he did? What was it last year? He threw four interceptions in the first playoff game or whatever it was. But, I mean, you go all the way back to what he did at Clemson, to how he does things like that team is now not under Urban Meyer anymore. They had a Thank full God. two years in this system. Their offensive line, they got better. I think Jacksonville is, is my underrated team. Yeah, and, and underrated in, in a different way in that, like, everyone has them kind of as a playoff team, but you're saying, dude, they could actually go they and could make, make a run. I think they like, could make actually a run, make play a run. Super Bowl. I really do think they could make a run. To the yeah, it's got a little bit of a Bengals couple years ago vibe where they go really quickly over two years from yep. kind of a dumpster make fire a franchise. To... Can we make a bet? Always. Well, don't get Jeremiah in you trouble. Degenerate. He's an agent. What do you okay. want? Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I'll bet you that the Saints make it in the playoffs over the Jags. What if they both make it? It's a push. Then who Phil makes it buys. further? Who makes then it further? <laughs> 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 no, huh? Wait a second. Wait a huh? second now. <laughs> hey, hey, there, there's How the best. How about this? I bet you the I bet you the I bet you the Jags have a better record at the end of the year than the Saints. Oh, I'll bet you that. All right. Steak and a beer. You got it. I gotta keep track of these steak and a beer bets. So okay, steak and a beer so last night. Hold on, you don't want to get fined for falling asleep, dude. Yep. Ste- <sighs> steak and a beer. Okay, Minnesota, Nebraska. And what was this I mean, one? This I mean, is, what is this regu- regular, season regular season. Regular season. Jags have a better record than the Saints at the end of the year. Jags, Saints. See if I can read my handwriting later. I'm and writing it down Booney too. And, Booney and Searles. Children. Okay. I love it. And by the way, we're not going to cancel these out, okay? No. If at the end of the year there's like 15 steak and beer bets, we're going to have 15 oh, meals. We're Combine going wherever all it is. over. We're going everywhere. <laughs> I'm on it. 
Okay, so I'm gonna give you what if I what if I told you? What if I told you? I'm gonna give you a team, okay? Be a homer. A team with, it. Be a homer. It's be not a the homer. It's not, oh the Vikings. it's not the Vikings. Although the Vikings, I feel like people, I will say this about the Vikings since you got me started. started okay? You want to double down on the bet? People, you want to double down on the bet? Stick it I'll double down on it. You want to double down on it? People have gone too far with like, oh, you know, they were a fake, fake team last year. Okay, yeah, they like they were like a nine-win team that got lucky or fortunate or whatever into into thirteen wins. I agree, but people are now making it seem like you know they're completely fraudulent and now they're going to be you know completely irrelevant in the playoff picture. The Vikings are going to be a competitive team. Brian Flores is going to try and make things happen on defense. Kirk Cousins is good enough. The floor with Kirk Cousins' teams is like seven or eight wins. All right, I'm our dude. That's what are we disrespectful talking about? to my Vikings. I am Vikings. so already falling asleep on this conversation, dude. You are you trying to sell me? Or are you selling yourself? Jesus. Go with your team. Go with it's your a, real team. Please. Okay, please. If I told you, I'm going to give you a Hall of Fame coach, one of the top six quarterbacks in the league based on almost every metric last year, and a bunch of weapons. The Seattle Seahawks are my sleeper team. Okay. Dude, their wide receiver core too: DK Metcalf, Nasty. Tyler Lockett, oh, no. Jackson Smith, and Jigba. Kenneth Walker as the starting running back. Zach Charbonnet, who they took in the Char- second from UCLA. Charbonnet. They have weapons everywhere. You've got Pete Carroll chewing gum like a madman, and you've got a defense with a bunch of young dudes. I'm I question their offensive line. I'm not saying they're a complete team, but um, their I think the defensive line is the one that that worries me. I don't yeah. name me one one ass kicker that's going to go wreck a game on that D line. Yeah, I mean, is uh, I'm trying to think of what his name is still there. No, uh, well, Uchenna Nwosu is uh, he racked up some sacks last year, but like, yeah, for the most part, that's he's not a, a game. That's changer, a question, right? He's not a game changer. He's not a Micah Parsons. He's not a Daniil Hunter, a Cam Jordan, uh, Miles Garrett. Like, you need one of those dudes up up front to be that deep team. But they I might, agree. They, it might their, be their offense. Their offense is going to be really good this year. They might have to. It might be the opposite of sort of ten years ago, where it was like best defense in the league, training wheels, offense, quarterback. This might be go score thirty one points every yep. single day and, say, and yep. see what happens. So I mean, Bobby Wagner's back. I didn't know that. Yeah, that could be big for them. I mean, Bobby's such a big dude. Bobby was pivotal. I mean, you want to talk about a Luke Keekley? Then I always felt like he kind of got undershafted because Luke was so good in his prime that it was kind of around the time that he was going on and even maybe more so like after but it was so hard to follow those footsteps with Bobby dude he is a phenomenal middle linebacker like he can diagnose things yes. better than anybody yeah. and that's where I think when you saw that defense start to slip out number one the legion of boom was gone right like those guys in the back end could do anything simple cover three and all of a sudden camp chancellor you're pulling around hitting a six foot five 275 pound safety like wait what the hell just happened here right and they're like oh it must have been buzz damn it but at the same time <laughs> everything was on lock and then all of a sudden as that went they kind of went down a little bit and then bobby leaves and all of a sudden they're kind of a fire now i feel like him back yeah, i could definitely see that being a dark horse i'm still and i i'm gonna say it right now i love this guy to death Geno smith i love him to death you just have to prove it to me you got to prove to me that you can do it. You got to be able to dance in the pocket a little bit. And at the same time, you got to be able to get this team to win. They're going to feast off that. And, dude, I'm telling you, they're one of these teams that if they do get hot, Pete knows exactly what to say to just pour gas right on the fire to be like, oh, yeah, baby. Like, he just gets them <laughs> erupted every can we, morning. Can it's we so rewind fun. real quick? I'm remembering something you said. Did you say Geno Smith's a top six quarterback in the NFL? By every metric last year. Oh, you know, his uh, analytics. His, <laughs> yeah, his analytics told him he's a top six. 
You listen, if you guys look at some of the statistics, okay, if you look at some of the outliers here, okay, for losers. he was sixth in QBR. He was uh, sixth, fifth in passer rating, yards per attempt. He was uh, Is top there a 10. metric for a quarterback that can overcome a tough situation in a game and get you that dub? Is there that? Like, hey, this guy was down. He had it's been called sacked balls. 12 yeah, times. There's new, there's oh, wait, there's no analytic for that? Actually. Okay, my bad. Then I'll just continue watching the <laughs> games and just, knowing. Maybe we should just eat Ws. Right? Like, I, don't, I don't know you, what you Booney want me to do. just raved about Geno Smith for like five minutes. I and said now he was a great guy, and I'm, I said the same <laughs> great thing. Guy, I but... need to see it. He's a I, great quarterback. Yeah. I need to show I just, me. I was. I just wanted to make sure that we didn't gloss over the fact that you said he was a top six. Yeah, quarterback. for sure. I don't believe he's one of the six best quarterbacks you in the world. You said it, Mackie. Not but me. he put up Thank crazy you. numbers last year, and they won. They won games right. in large part. Row the boat, bro. Row the boat. Row the boat. Scott, you want to go? Yeah, I think my camera's don't getting a little fuzzy there don't again. Let me see. Yeah, is that getting? Let's get out there. Let's wipe that off real quick there. Hey, I can't wait to have Colorado stuff next week. I'm going to put it all over. Uh, I, I'm going to wear my Go Buffs uh, gear all over Dude, the place. I'm going to go find sure. some. I'll beat the shit be out of you, man. <laughs> yeah. I can trash talk you as long as you're in Nebraska and I'm in Minnesota. It's great. Um, okay, next dumb football question, season preview edition. And then we'll get to some uh, some ones from our audience here. Which coach gets canned first? Ooh, that's a great question. Who's on the Which hot coach oh, gets canned first? Let me look. Let me I'll look give you. I'll quick. give you a list no, of no, like the I likely wanna, I candidates. See a, I, don't, I don't know if I want to see likely candidates. I want to see for myself. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, hold on. I got, I got oh, you know, I got, I got a team right away that's already jumping out to me. I got one, too. All right, go ahead. You go first. No, you, you go ahead. I, I, t- I took your Bengals pick. Am I going NFC or AFC? Doesn't matter. All right. I well, mean, NFC I, has a lot of strong candidates. I'll go NFC, and then if you don't hit my AFC team, I'll hit it. But I think Dallas. I think yep, if they don't do too. something this year, you are big, Mike. Gone, big Mike. right? Like we can only wait for so long for something to work. Well, I mean, you and you already heard kind of the riff of like, well, I wasn't consulted when we traded for Trey Lance, right? Like you kind of put that out there already. I'm glad like, you brought oh, that up. Okay. We need to talk about also, that. Ke- That's Ke- one Ke- of those. Kellen things. Moore replaced by Mike yeah. as the play yeah. caller, right? Or as the you know. I'm glad you brought that up, Jay, because that's one of those things where it's like the normal fan is probably watching this. Like, why do they care if Dak knows? It's just one of those things. It's like we are a team. We're just going to give you a heads up so that you're not out some night and some random person walks up to you and says, hey, what do you think about the Trey Lance trade? And you're like, what? Like for them not to do that is instantly in my mind like, dude, things are starting to change. The shift is happening. They're already starting to pull themselves away. Hey, I had no idea. Well, we didn't think you needed to know. Don't worry about it, bud. Right? We're good. We're good. I, I, mine's going to be Josh McDaniels. I think I think Josh McDaniels for the Raiders, if that team goes off the rails early, I could see them moving on from him. I could see that, too. Would that technically be the third time, or are we not counting the Colts thing where he that hired his oh, staff? No. And, We're okay. definitely counting that 24-hour phase. <laughs> Here's another one, too, I want you to think about uh, Stefanski in Cleveland. Like, if that doesn't work out... Eventually, it's going to be like, dude, what are we doing? The Cleveland is a diehard base. Dude. Well, they've sold they've sold their soul to Deshaun Watson. I'm Everyone just, in that organization that that whole organization will either get canned or praised based off of that Deshaun Watson deal works it, out. This is the year, right? Like it's going to have to happen right now. We have to see results right now, especially on something like that. You need to show us right. This isn't like oh, in five years we're going to be great. No, you need to show us right now that this was the right move because this was extremely risky and extremely risky for the city that it's in too. Because that is a blue collar city, and those people 
they ain't like that. The the Raiders and the Browns are also just organizations that get really unsettled after a year and a half of oh my god the coach it's, we don't build we didn't well I was gonna say Bill Belichick yeah Bill Belichick for four or five years too in the early nineties and, and and we just talked about that how hard is that to have guys that are coming in and out? I mean I played with guys that were in Cleveland or talked to guys that played in Cleveland when they were there in those days and they were like dude seven coordinators in seven years seven different systems seven different lingo seven different languages it's like eventually you're running your head into a wall and you're forgetting what we're doing and it's like that's not fair to ask someone to do every single year hey scrap everything you learned last year we're gonna do all new and you're like this is the seventh time oh my god like I, I don't know what I would I would be losing my mind probably who you got, Mackie? My well, my my original answer is Mike McCarthy and the Cowboys. For it just it, it feels like they've had a couple great chances. They've had a couple dumb mistakes with the Dak slide a couple years ago. They've, you know, they it just it feels like the sum of the parts isn't adding up to enough postseason success. And it's also been thirty years since they've had any sort of run. You know, after that dynasty, Jerry Jones isn't getting any younger. So Mike McCarthy was brought in to win big in the first two or three years. And if it, if they start like two and five or something, I could see it. Um, I did find there's a million different lists of like the likely candidates. A couple more that stand out here. Todd Bowles is kind of set up to fail right now in Tampa. Like they're going to lose a bunch of games. So do they let him coach out a season with five wins or do they make a move midseason? I could see that. And then here's another one, actually. Ron Rivera with the Commanders. I thought about him. Yeah. So the the weird thing with him and Bien, like him talking about Biennemi and airing out some of the dirty laundry, and then him talking about Sam Howell and saying, like, yeah, I was telling my wife, I, I didn't even know this guy existed until last week. It's crazy. Now he's our starting quarterback. I don't know. There's And the whole organization, new ownership, they're at some point probably going to look for their own That guy's a beast, guy, by the way. Right? I want to get him on here. I want to interview the new him. owner. Did you see him on the preseason? God, he is the man. We need to get him on. Let's get him on the show. Sir, come on. Tell me that wouldn't be awesome. I mean, yeah, anytime you get an owner on a podcast, yeah. that's pretty cool. <laughs> Did you see him, though, on his interview? Let's rack him up. All 32. Yeah, all we'll, 32 we'll, we'll get Ziggy. We'll get Jerry. We'll get them all on here. No, we don't great. David Tepper. Mr. Tepper, right. Mr. Tepper, Mr. Tepper. Mr. Tepper, Mr. Tepper. Okay. Couple more dumb football questions, and we'll make our picks here, boys. Uh, Jeff Dixon wants to know, and you can hit us up with your dumb football questions in the YouTube comment section all week long. We rack them up. Jeff Dixon wants to know if thirty-two NFL head coaches were in a ring for a Royal Rumble, who would be the first coach tossed over the top, and who would be the last man standing? Oh, here we go. First one out, Sean McVay. For sure. I don't know. He's for, uh, dude, he's pretty either stunning. him or he's Pete Carroll. Him or Peter Pete the first. Pete's seventy one years old. He may he might not last for a long time. Right right. Okay, well Mike, right. Mike, Mike 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 McDaniel, dude. Like his little nerdy he's, scraggly. I feel like he's scrappy. He is scrappy, dude. He could go He'd and, just be just I, be vaping <laughs> in the corner and like, guys, guys, leave me alone. <laughs> I don't I think I, one of Matt, the last Matt, ones is Matt Eberfluss might not last real long. Chicago Bears. Toss that, that guy over the top. I, yeah. I don't. I don't know how long Matt hangs in there. I think he I might think, be a guy that goes. I think last one you're talking probably like D'Amico Ryan's, Robert Sala, like one of those guys. Dan, that are Dan just, Campbell, maybe Dan even Dayball. Dayball might be one of the last. He'd be ones tough out. to throw like, over, right? He's dude, like he's, he's his limbs well, no, are kind of shorter. Like Dayball would be scrappy, dude. Like he would like use something, bring some an object with him to the fight. Like he'd be. He seems like the kind of guy you want to have in your corner. 
I could see that. Andy Reid would be tough to throw over. You'd have to get a few different guys to like, you know, kind of help you out. Well, I feel like him and Belichick would probably be like, listen, guys, we're going to step out of here. So I don't consider them thrown <laughs> over the ring like him. That's why I said McVay or, like you said, Mike Daniels. They're going to get tossed out of the ring. But the other guys are just going to be like, just walk out. The last man standing is definitely going to be Bill. Because everyone's going to be like, I'm sorry, Mr. Belichick. Like, <laughs> That's why I said if, if it's a real and they're like, like please uh, leave. Like, dude, he's like Emperor, Emperor Palpatine. He's just like, ultimate power. <laughs> like, you're just shocking everyone else. Like, dude, for sure, Bill's last man standing. Bill and Steve just standing yeah. in the ring with their dirty hooded sweatshirts, <laughs> mumbling to each other. Oh, Posh Spice 30 chimes in here on YouTube and says, what do the colors and numbers that the quarterbacks yell out at the line of scrimmage mean? Oh, Blue 42. Book. So every week there's a live color, right? And so every week it'll kind of change. Normally it's like white or black. Sometimes it could be a blue. Um, sometimes a color like orange would tell you to change the play. So if you hear him get up like orange, 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 he's telling you to run the play opposite. So if it, we had a 35 zone now we're going to 36 zone um but normally when you get up there if you hear like white 80 white 80 that's your dummy count right and then if you hear black 80 black 80 and then then the ball's live so the minute you hear white in your mind you're thinking what do i see i'm what am i looking for and then the minute you hear black you're like all right now we're live now we go yep. now I, now i take all the information i've seen and i think what is this guy gonna do what are they gonna do and then we get off the ball and then the pro- go ahead. we had we had one that was like brown was always on the double right like Brown 80, Brown 80 said, hut, hut, right? Like, so it was on the double count, right? So those colors are all just telling you about, like, one, the snap count. And then everyone has your standard, right? Like Peyton Manning's or everything, like, hey, red 15, red 15 said, hut. The numbers usually don't mean anything. Nothing. The, okay. number, the, numbers, in the numbers in the cadence are more or less just whatever the quarterback feels comfortable saying. What rolls right? off is your tongue? 4,756. Right. Some coaches, like some quarterbacks like saying like white 80. Other ones like saying like red 15. Like whatever the quarterback wants to say. The numbers mean nothing in the cadence. But the, nothing. the colors. It's the color. The color is okay. always what makes That's interesting. Sense. I think, yeah, I don't know if, if fans would have guessed that. I wouldn't yeah. have guessed that. No, so and it numbers, really is just numbers what comes off nothing. your tongue. What flows really fast off your tongue. But the, the colors mean everything to us. And that's why eventually if you watch the game, if you listen to it on TV – you can figure out what their live colors are because they'll be yeah. saying a bunch of colors and then all of a sudden it'll flip over to this one, hey, black, black 80, and then you'll be like, all right, now they're live. Now they're going. They're getting ready. The defense, over time, you'll see they'll just kind of sit on a knee and once they hear black 80, then they get up. Then they like eventually they'll figure out what your live I mean, color is too. A lot of the quality control defensive guys throughout the week, their only job is to watch the TV copy and try and figure out what the colors are live and what are hmm. not. And right, what like, the call and is. Because we'll be on, I was on Scouty, right? And they'd be like, hey, we're going to go on the brown on this, or we're going to go on the green on this, because that's what Aaron Rodgers says, or that's what Cam Newton says, or whatever it is. Like, you always try and mimic the play, the color cadence for the defense during the week so that they understand um, what that means. And they have already heard it, right? So they're kind of trained to go, hey, if I hear brown, all right, hey, it's on two, it's on two. That way they're not all telling each other that they know. They're just chilling because as an offense, you're kind of like, do they know? Do they not know what's going on? But that's why we try to change it up as much as possible. It's blue, green. Sometimes uh, we would change it to the color of the team we were playing. That would be a live color. So if your dominant color was red, it would be the red was live color for the week. If it was we were playing the Seahawks, it was blue or green was the live color for the week. Like There was just a lot of things you could change up. And then it always just kept people on their toes. right? But the problem was if, 
if you were trying to communicate to somebody something through that and we were already talking and nobody got the check, like that's sometimes when you can get in a little bit of trouble. Well, that's also like when you have guys that get hurt and you're rotating guys in, like it's hard to change the cadence every week, right? It's hard to change the live color every week. Sometimes if you've got a rookie starter or you've got a rookie quarterback, like one more thing for him to think about, right? You usually see those savvy old school vets like Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Matt Ryan, Peyton Manning, like Philip Rivers. Those dudes could do it on the fly. But when you just try and add one more layer for young quarterbacks to think about, it doesn't work. It, it just ends up being a disaster most of the time. What about like when sometimes sometimes you, you, know, you get through the, the, the colors or whatever, and sometimes you guys go on set versus set hut? Is yeah, there any sort on of – quick. On, on the quick, quick, baby. On the or, quick. On the, the quick is, is set. You well, it's set. Like, like, well, that it goes to a different – like um, uh, I believe in Buffalo it was on the Delta, right? So instead of saying a number, you just go, hey, Delta, set hut. Right, like it's like there's no color to it, like or if that's like, that's hey, the play clock's winding down, like and it's supposed to be on red, and you hear delta, like you if you hear delta out of the quarterback's mouth, you're gone. As soon as you hear, you're out, you're gone. That ball is being snapped, yep. right? Like because that's when you have to have that quick cadence too. In in Arizona, Carson would do it on the Daytona, Daytona, let's go, yep. and it was like as soon as you heard Daytona, you would just freeze. Like here we go. Yep, that's also like freeze, be ready, don't be moving because the ball's getting snapped. Yeah. Dude, That's nothing will get stuff. your heart going. Like a Daytona, when you don't have a call, you're, what is it, Daytona? You're like, <laughs> you think it's going crazy. It stops. It literally <laughs> stops, and you just matrix your way out of there. Like You're trying to have a conversation. What did you say? Yeah. Dude, it is. <laughs> it's oh so God. fun, man. It's addicting. All right, do you guys want to pick some games here? Pick yes. some football games. I do. Yes. Give me some games. So here's what we're gonna do every single week. We're gonna uh, we're gonna pick four highlighted games, and we're gonna pick straight up. We care about winners on this yeah, show. Yeah, there's That's no it. spread on this show. No you spread, win or you no lose. Sh- yeah, no. You win or you lose. And so I brought, I'm bringing four games to the table. Um, if there's another game that you guys think we have to throw in as a bonus game, and I missed it or something, then you know bring it up. So we'll just keep track of these records. This can be another uh, steak and a beer for the the season. Maybe. End of the year. Oh, Add it to the list of steak and a beer. By the way, if uh, if you've made it this far on the O-Line Committee podcast, thank you for supporting. If you could give us a five-star rating and a positive review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, you can help us grow this thing. Same goes on the YouTube channel. Click the subscribe button and the like button. And, uh, God, you guys are almost uh, 6,000 subscribers almost oh, on the YouTube channel. We just we're started close. this thing. So. We appreciate every single one of you. Yes. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. Love you guys. Love, Love football. You're the best. All right. Game number one, Thursday night football. Oh. The opener. Lions at Chiefs. We'll start with Jeremiah. I think yeah. I take the Chiefs in this one because it's at Arrowhead. I think if it was in Ford Field, I'd give Detroit more of a chance, but... You know, they're going to be coming off. They're all excited. They just won the Super Bowl, yada, yada. Like, I think that they're just a little too much for the, the Detroit team off the rip. And I think that Chris Jones not being there is probably going to be the deciding factor. So I am going to go the other way. And Travis Kelsey with the hyperextended knee, I'm going to go the other way and say Detroit. Because Dan Campbell's going to have these dudes frothing at the mouth. I cannot wait to see it. I hope he goes out there and just – <laughs> Did you just have a we're like twenty four moment away, there? Okay? <laughs> just, went from, just went from six <laughs> to midnight. Oh god, yeah, dude, I'm, <laughs> we are like twenty four hours away, and I'm so excited. Got a oh, raging yeah. booner over there. There we uh, go, boys. Here we go. I'm, uh, you know, for the season again. I got the Chiefs still just sort of winning the battle of attrition by the end of the season. But week one, 
when you're down maybe two of your top three players, you're coming off a Super Bowl win. The Lions are hungry. The Lions are right now still buying what Dan Campbell is selling. I've got the Lions winning in front of it. This is going to accelerate the Lions hype train so aggressively, so too. So aggressively. I know. I if love they it. Win this I love game. it. I can't wait. All right. So well, technically, we're, we're, we're on the same page then, Mackie. Jay. We are. Yep. Here you we know. I'm, Lockstep. I'm the lone, the lone, the lone wolf. Hey, okay. Make sure you stay with me on this, Mackie, okay? Because I'm just going to copy all your picks, actually. I want a steak and a beer from this dude, all right? I'm already down. <laughs> okay. 49ers, Alex's former uh, original organization, played in the Super Bowl with these guys. 49ers at Steelers in week one. Alex? I'm going to go uh, I'm gonna go Niners for sure. I, I just I love what they're doing. I want to see it happen again. Brock Purdy, keep it going, dude. Let's roll. I got to go Niners, too. I think Steelers a little young. Um, now the question is, does Bosa play? Is Bosa back? I don't think he's back. Does he play? I don't think he's back, but I, I still don't even worry about that. I still think that you, there's other mm. guys on that defense you need to worry about too. And remember, I, I know you can. You, at least you could change your vote. Nope, I'm gonna go Niners. Okay, I'm Niners all the way, dude. I'm good. Okay, I know, God, it's so hard because I have the the Chiefs and the 49ers apparently playing in the Super Bowl, but I just feel like these are really hard week one games for them, so I guess my Super Bowl teams are going to start 0-1. Not okay. enough people. I could have picked the Steelers as a sleeper team earlier in the yeah. show, too. We did a film breakdown of Kenny Pickett. I think people are sleeping on Pickett. Pickett to Pickens seems like a really fun connection this year, and um, I think Mike Tomlin has his team ready. I'm not sure if I believe in Brock Purdy. That's right. I don't know. TJ Watts back, too. Um Mm-hmm. Time out. Dude's like, what? Hmm? Isn't he like seven and one or something? Didn't he like go out there and already? I know. I, I, all right, I'm just making sure we all. Saw well, it doesn't mean thing. he's going to go right, seven right. and one. You know, for the with next the eight same games. group of. Go- okay. Right. Yeah. Right. It's a different season. Now we're it's together. Now we're together. Listen. All right. The Buffalo Bills. I think this is a Monday night game, isn't it? Ooh. Buffalo Bills at the New York Jets. Aaron Rodgers debut in the Ooh. division in green. It's it's at it's at the Jets. It's at the New York. I'm Jets. I'm going J E T S Jets 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 baby. Um, I think I have to. Go, I got to stay with the boys. All right. I, I gotta hey. go. I gotta go. Buffalo still. Be loyal, dude. I love I it. I am. I'm gonna stay loyal. I think I'm gonna All go right. Buffalo. I'm gonna go Buffalo. Still finds a way to get this. Josh Allen historically has owned the Jets. Um, so Before they had a guy wearing a gold jacket. Right. Totally, I get it. Listen, I, I love the boys. I hope a million tables get broken. And where do they play? New Jersey? Yes. I, I, in Meadowlands, wherever they are, I hope they just... Yep. I got to go Bills. Go Bills. Okay. okay. Yeah, I... Uh... Man, I just keep saying the vibes are weird with the Bills. The Bills have, like, climbed up the hill a few times. It just... I don't know, man. They, you know, to, to lose Dable a couple years ago, the Josh Allen was a turnover machine a year ago. Diggs. I don't know if I'm fully buying Aaron Rodgers Jets that offensive line, but I think for this night, every, everything's going to come together for the Jets on national TV. J E T S. Jets, hey, Jets, right? Jets. I'm just letting you know that when you start the season off on Monday night at your home stadium, it's kind of hard to lose. Like. We in 2015 played your 40 or your Vikings Monday night, the second of the doubleheader, and we ended up going like one in 15 that year, and they ended up going like 15 and one. I'm telling you, it's really hard to lose Monday night, the first week of the season, like at home. That was God. That, that was uh, you guys ran like tr- yeah. like 200 yards rushing or something, dude. We yeah, we got demolished killed. them. I had been in Minnesota for four days. We held AP to 36 <laughs> yards, dude. I remember <laughs> our defense was dude. so excited. Yeah. 
I was like, I don't even know everyone's name yet. What is happening? <laughs> we wore the all whites, and Zimmer was like, never again. I actually have some random audio clips from that game. I just remember Trent Dilfer was so excited to call that game. It was like the second Monday night. They used to have like a late Monday yeah. night football game. It's Snowden playing fast. They're getting up and snapping the ball. The Vikings are really, look at that movement. Those big guys for the Vikings are on skates. <laughs> Just hey, you heard him. They're on skates. Boy. They were on skates. That's oh, right. We were wow. moving them boys that day, dude. He That's was when doing Harrison them. Smith killed Kaepernick, and you this did This is Spider nothing. Two Snack. Not why not why banana, the one he likes. But that's not Spider Two Snack, and he knows what I'm talking about. But using Anquan Bolden as the fullback. Yes, using Anquan Bolden. See, we we used to be crazy, man. We use receivers as fullbacks. All right, I got one more game for you guys here. Let's go NFC North. Couple of a uh, couple of young quarterbacks here. The Green Bay Packers at the Chicago Bears. The debut of Jordan Love as the franchise quarterback for the Packers. Justin Fields, year uh, what? Year number two, th- two three? for him. Year number three. I don't know. Three, whatever. Somewhere. Somewhere in there. Mackie, you go first. You haven't gone first go yet. Ahead. You know, I feel like. All right. I think if if not for you guys, because we did a Jordan Love film breakdown, and Packers fans love Jeremiah in that film <laughs> Big breakdown. Fans. Yeah. Um, you guys were positive for the most part about him. I don't know but what we did. I questioned one thing about the fan base. Yeah. One thing, <laughs> wow. and I got crucified for it. You're poking at their identity yeah. is the problem. You don't so know I, us. I know the Bears have more weapons now, and Justin Fields is one of the most prolific running quarterbacks in today's NFL. I liked what I saw. Were you guys breaking down Jordan Love enough? I think the Packers still have enough pieces. Um this is such a coin flippy game, but I feel like Packers dominance over Bears continues for at least a week with Jordan Love. Packers I, go on the road and win this game. I, I'm going because I think the Packers have a better defense, right? You got Kenny Clark. You got some dudes in there. I think the Packers overall have a better defense. They'll be able to contain Fields a little bit. You talk about a turnover machine, Justin Fields, right? I mean, again, I'm going with a first-time starting quarterback, but I think Packers. I think Packers win this one too. Dude, I think we're all three in agreement here. Sorry. Wow. We had a consensus. We had a consensus. We had a consensus. Bears didn't come up as a sleeper. Bears didn't come up as a NFC contender, and the Bears are taking the L on the on the picks here. Okay. Big L. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> we don't sugarcoat it here. No, it's fair. It's a fair point. So there we go. Are we got our uh, our four highlighted games here? We will have fat guy fantasy statistics for Cannot week one wait. next oh. week. Hey, by Very the way, who, who's going to be doing the auditing for that? Because I want to make sure that everything's right. I will. You trust Mackie's me? He's going to do it. All right. I don't know if I trust You're you. You're just you gonna... so busy. You just can't handle anything else on your plate. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I don't want you to be relying on PFF all the time. You better be watching guy. these games. He's a busy guy. Well, PFF He's... is the only place that tracks the only place that tracks stats, dude. You want me to go watch every snap? Yes. Of <laughs> I know you <laughs> Oh, my God. All right. That's a wrap on the O-line committee here. A little season preview edition. Excited to hear from Bengals fans who are going to give you guys mm-hmm. flowers for picking them to, hey, to get guys. to the Super Bowl. Joe, Joey Rule Bro, the jungle, baby. Rule the jungle. Let's go. Yes. Jeremiah, Alex, I'm Phil. We'll see you guys next time on the O-line committee. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. 
Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com.